Hey everybody and welcome to a very proper wild ride with Steve-O. We've got the prop master, it's Carrot Top. This guy's the most fascinating dude. He's like the face of Las Vegas, man. And dude, is this hilarious. Plus, I totally went to see his show in Vegas. Unbelievable. I really do agree he is the most criminally underrated show in Las Vegas. And after you watch this podcast, just like me, you're going to be dying to go see Carrot Top perform live. But maybe you're going to be needing to take a dump. <laughs> well, bring your Stevo's butt wipes for your butthole with you. <laughs> is this amazing? This is brand new. Just came out. Stevo's butt wipes for your butthole. These are cooling. Oh, man. And you know what? They're going to be stocking stuffers all over the world. Stevo's butt wipes for your butthole. And, man, when the holidays kick in and everybody's stressing out, running late, got to get the gifts. If you're somebody who sells stuff online, you might be kind of stressed out backed up with orders, got to get them out, but we're not going to be worrying about it because we use ShipStation. We're going to be getting Stevo's butt wipes for your butthole into every stocking. <laughs> Consider stocking stuffed when you work with ShipStation. If you're an e-commerce person, then you have to have ShipStation for the holidays. And guess how generous ShipStation is? They're going to hook you up with two months free, a two-month free trial. All you got to do is go to ShipStation.com and use the promo code Stevo. And you're off to the races with a 60-day free trial. That's with all the best rates from the big carriers like FedEx, UPS, Post Office, Man, it's all in one easy-to-use interface. You print out your labels, you slap them on, and they're gone. Like, I swear that is how we do it. Because everything that we ship from Stevo.com is with ShipStation. Like the brand new Stevo's butt wipes for your butthole. God, I'm so glad I've wanted these forever. And I don't have to worry about getting them to my customers because online shipping is so easy with ShipStation. You got to try it. So one more time, go to ShipStation.com and use the promo code Stevo and make ship happen. All right, let's get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrot Top. What's happening, buddy? Yeah. So this is good to be honest. The last time I hopped in a random van off the, in, a, in a parking lot was Dr. Gavorkin. So um, <laughs> it's weird just to come hopping in an unknown <laughs> van. Yeah, I that... come out of here alive. Dr. Kevorkian, man, he, he, uh, he, is it safe to say his crime was not killing people? It was actually just being an arrogant yeah, douche? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I used to wear my very first props. It was a, it was a, a, like a little rubber duck with an extension cord. It was Dr. Kevorkian's bathtub toy. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> it's, that dude's great. Classic. Um, my, my manager last night was, uh, was telling me, dude, Carrot Top... Is uh, he gets such a hard time? He's the most criminally underrated show in the world. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Criminally underrated. That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what's kind of weird? Because I've been doing this almost thirty-seven years. Yeah. I started in nineteen eighty-five, and for so much for the for, for for so long, they would give me so much shit, like all the time. And then finally, you know, after thirty-seven years, you're like, did, did, I, did I make the cut? Did I make the club? Right. Like, can I go to the barbecues now? I mean, I've been in you know. 
right. I think I've done my time. So uh, it, it's 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 lessened a little bit. And I always find it shocking when people do come to the show and the first thing they say is, "Wow, it's, that was that was yeah. really good." No, they're, like they're shocked it would be. Like, you right, know, right, like, right. Oh right. man, you know I didn't want to come, but it was really kind of good. <laughs> you get that I'm sure too, right? I've always hated you. I love that one. I've always hated you. I, I hate comedy, but. You're, it was good. It was, it was. It was kind of fun. It was kind of. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was actually fun. pretty good. It was I thought actually, it was actually terrible. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. good. Thank God. I thought it fucking blew. So thank you. <laughs> how, how does that work? Were you touring before, and then all of a sudden you get a, a Vegas residency, or yeah? How, how does that work? Like you've been doing the the, theater, the comedy club circuit. The yeah, we circuit. were doing. Yep, we were doing the. We were doing all that. Doing the clubs and colleges. That was my main thing. Colleges. I do. I do two a day. I do wow. One, literally, I do one in the morning at like a cafeteria. <laughs> and uh, literally, it was, there was one in a breezeway one time. I said, where's the stage? I said, right there. I said, in the breezeway? And they said, yeah. I said, the fuck? I mean, people like walk into their class and, you know, I'm standing there. Hey, here's a doctor working bathtub toy. And whatever the fuck. And, uh, and then at night you do this big, huge auditorium, you know, like, you know, in Penn State, right? You're right, in this 3,000 right. seat thing. And then you go, yeah, so it was crazy. The college thing really is what made me uh, get out there in the roots, you know, marketing. Then started slowly getting a little, you know, a little television. Um, I had some AT&T commercials, which is kind of funny talking about, you were talking about you getting recognized mm-hmm. um, from the podcast. And I used to do these AT&T commercials, and they were, they were everywhere. They were like the progressive ones now. They're on every eight seconds. Right. And, I, and I used to always see people, I, I hate them too, and I'm, I try to make as many as I can so that at least there's new ones to hate. And um, people would come up to me in the mall, like where town I'd be playing at, and they say, uh, oh my God, what are you doing, what are you doing in town? And I said, I said uh, I'm doing a show. And they said, a show? Like a phone show? And I said, yeah, a fucking phone show. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a comedy yeah. show. They, they only thought that I, I was hacking show. phones. They had no idea that I was a comic. And it was just, it was really weird. There wasn't like a lot of people. Right. So like, I didn't know you were a comedian. I thought you were just a salesperson for AT&T. So it was a whole new world of people that would come in and see shows not knowing that I actually had an, like an act or something. Right. And that was AT&T commercials like in the, what year, like 90s, uh, 90s 2000s? 90s probably, and we had a collect call, you know, and our basic audience was prisoners. You know, that's basically <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking right. to. And, and literally, I'd say that in the set, like, no, who, who are we working to, prisoners? I mean, but, uh, right, yeah. but I was lucky to have the gig, you know. And then to answer your question, yeah, from that you slowly get into, I got, um, weird how I got to Vegas. I was doing Regis and Kathy Lee of all shows. And it's you know nine o'clock in the morning, and I do the sh- I do the show, I, and I did great. And I came off, and this this guy walked over and says, "Wow, that was tremendous! I've never seen you." And I said, "Oh, cool." He says, "You you must you must kill in Vegas," and I said, "Never played Vegas." And he says, "You've never played Vegas," and I said, "Nope." He says, "What the fuck? You are Vegas." And I said, "Oh well, I've never played." And he says, "If I book you in Vegas, would you do, would you do it?" And I said, "Of course I'd do it. I'm a whore. I'm a comic. What do you mean would I do it?" <laughs> so. They, uh, the guy came over and said, I'm going to book you. And it was Kathy Lee Gifford's manager. Nice. So they called Bally's, and they got me in the club of the, uh, the first time. And then uh, I did literally Friday night. I did really well. It was just a little comedy club. And the guy says, hey, we want to put you in the big theater. And this is, I've never, I mean, Vegas is different than Penn State, where there's a whole full of kids screaming and bong jokes and whatever you want. You know, this is Vegas, and it's, you know, a whole different audience. And I, and he says, we're going to put you in the big rooms, like 3,000 seats. And I was terrified. I mean, literally terrified. And I got there, and it was, you know, booths, which is the killer of comedy. People are sitting in a booth. So you, want, you want them sitting in chairs. You know, in a booth, they're going to fall asleep, and, you know, eating a steak dinner, whatever the fuck they do. So I bombed. I mean, pretty much bombed horribly. Like, I wanted to get out of the business. And um, I did that for a year at Bally's, but in and out bombing every night and 
and then the MGM Grand called and said, we, you want to move to uh, our room? And it was like an intimate 600. It's where David Copfield, the joke of my show is I used to play the MGM until David Copfield had me disappear. But um, <laughs> literally, he did. He said, I want, and then people were like, oh, that's funny. He actually called the newspaper or called me and said, why did you say that in the newspaper? And I said, what? He said, I made you disappear. I didn't make, I said, it's a goddamn joke, dude. You're a, you're a magician. So in a sense, he made me disappear because he wanted the room, you know, right, so right. It's, you know, Copperfield Carrot Top. So I, uh, I I stayed there for and it was ten six, years. Ten years at the MGM. But so, were you really bombing? Yeah, but Bally's. Well, no. Or did you think I, you I were? think I was because it's this huge room, and I I was so used to this thunderous college kids going crazy. Yeah. And people in Vegas, you know, we just saw a building blow up. We don't really care about your your fucking cowboy boot with a kickstand on it. Whatever I joke I would have. So I was doing better than I thought, but it was not, it was uncomfortable, right. uh, painful, uncomfortable. And then I got to the MGM, it's a little better, it's more intimate, but Vegas was still a different audience. I, it took me forever to, to, to get used to an audience in Vegas. Right. Yeah. Now, David Copperfield was, was going into a 600 seat theater? He's still in it now. He's still in it. Really? Yeah, he does 18 shows a day. I, no, I'm not kidding. I even said to him, can you can go for a hike, do something? But why, why do you do five shows a day? He says, why do you do one? I said, because I have a life. I, I, <laughs> one show's enough. Man. Yeah. One yeah. show a day, he every does, day. Yeah, one show a day, every day, Sunday. Have one day off Sunday. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And then I get a week off every uh, every month so I go to Florida and I have a house there so. cool man how long do you do that for uh, um, how long have I done that no no yeah, I mean like is there a, a consistent schedule like, yeah four weeks on one week off four weeks on yeah, on average I, Look, my manager has a car payment, so I have to I have to keep working. I have to keep working. And maybe, <laughs> yeah. You said you do a lot of TV. I said that to George Carlin, by the way, who got one of my all time. You know, well, yeah. And I, it was same room. I was I, I was coming in, and he was coming out. <clears throat> and um, I love this story because it's so weird. He come off stage, and I was standing there in the, in the wings, and he sees me, and he says, uh, "Hey, gay kid." And I said, "Don't." I said, I'm, "I'm starting tomorrow." No, what are you doing here? I said, "I'm starting. I'm just watching. I was trying to steal some of your act." <laughs> and he kind of laughed. He don't steal my shit, kid. It's, you know, whatever. And I said, "Um, and when do you start?" I said, "Tomorrow." How many shows did you do? I said, "One." And then I do two on the weekends. He goes, "Why do you do two on the weekends?" And I made that joke. I said, "My manager has a car payment, so I, you know." And he goes, "No, really. Why the fuck do you do two shows?" And I, and I why do you, why? And I said, "Well, I figure if I, if I." fuck up the first one I get a second shot at it he got all my face never give the audience the fucking upper never ever shut your cut yourself short you do your shit and you fucking do the way you do it they don't like it fuck them and he walked off and I was like well that went well you know <laughs> and um, I looked at his man dress I'm gonna go and he said no no dude he fucking loves you just stay he wouldn't even he wouldn't talk to you like that if he didn't love you and sure enough I wait around five minutes he said hey he brought me back in his room and we didn't talk about anything else. Just, just, just life. He didn't talk about that. He just, right. didn't even ask about my comedy. He just said it was a fan. He said, "I like that. I like your shit." I, I had a joke. That, he said, "I like that shit." How the fuck is a great joke? It was a, it was a, a telephone, paper cups and string telephone. You know the old cup. Yeah. And I used to do this is a long time ago. I said they need a new version, you know, the, the updated version of the stupid paper cups and string. Right? This should be one for today's world. And I have a second cup that came out for call waiting. 
I just have to call you back. I have another call. Hey, yeah, I'll call you back. I'm on the phone. And then I have like three cups. It was conference calling, and then it was it was a clear cup for caller ID. I know it's you, fucker. I'm looking at you. Pick up. You know? And he fucking loved it. He kept saying, that's fucking funny as shit. And I said, thanks, George. Thank you. Yeah, George Carlin's it, man. Yeah, yeah. And he for him to, you know, to give you the blessing. Right. You know, so the, I always, that's how I kind of, going back to what you said earlier about people always <laughs> shitting on me, is... Um, right. At the end of the day, when they do or someone does, I always think to those moments, you know what I mean? Some guy right. in, his, in his attic in Nebraska saying, I fucking suck. And then you got George Carlin saying, you're a funny fucker. So right. That's how, you keep, that's how you keep your sanity. And I've, I've been in the same boat. You know, like I got into stand-up. People weren't rooting for me to kill it. Steve-O was doing stand-up, huh? Like, they kind of roll their eyes. And I, and I have a, a little bit of a, a George Carlin moment myself uh, with my new show, The the opening scene because like, I've got multimedia yeah. and, and, I, and I got like Bill Burr in it I love Bill so, like, Burr it's just like and had, like, he kind of like it's so symbolic to have him and the opening sequence is me uh, dangling from a rope ladder you know from a helicopter like getting all flown around and I drop <laughs> onto the roof of the moving tour bus and and Bill Burr's a helicopter pilot Oh. So, oh, he really is though. He or is in, in the thing. He is. In the thing. I mean, he, in he real really. Life, he, in real life, he's yeah. Yeah, yeah, in real life, he's helicopter pilot. And we filmed insert shots to cut to of him flying the helicopter, so that it <laughs> it appears to be him flying me around, crashing me, and all. Oh, this that's stuff. great. That's very funny. And just the, it's so symbolic for him to get behind me and sign off on yeah, me, yeah, like yeah. give me his blessing, like the way George Carl Carlin did. Yeah, Bill Burr is brilliant. In fact, I, when I, 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 my only Bill Burr story was I was I went on Howard Stern, and I was again terrified. Hey man, sometimes life is scary. And the good news is that this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Man, when you get scared, it's good to talk about it. It's important to talk about it. It's crucial to talk about it. And having a therapist is the way to go. I'm so glad that I have my therapist. I just had this really important session with him because I was uh, really sad about something, something that I didn't want to talk to like a lot of people about, private stuff, you know? And I got my therapist, and I felt a lot better after I talked to him. I really think that it can help you, can help everybody. You want to take care of your, your mind, your feelings, just like you take care of your car, or, or your body, you're going to work out at the gym. Why don't, why don't you keep yourself in fitness, your emotional, mental fitness? And the way to do it is with betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com slash Stevo. And this is where you get the most convenient, accessible, affordable, and quality therapy with no driving, no like waiting rooms, no like no nothing, just the easy, easy, accessible, convenient, quality, affordable therapy. And if you go to betterhelp.com slash Stevo, then you get 10% off your first month. Really helps me. I think it can really help you. So one more time, go to betterhelp.com slash Stevo. And that's going to help you when you're scared. Let's hear about Carrot Top at Howard Stern. You know, you, they sit in this little out room outside. You probably maybe have done. Yeah. Else, right? So they sit in the room and then they talk about you before they bring you in. Right, right, right. And you sit there and, and you're just, me and my publicist, and he's just going on and on and on. And, you know, care, you know, thing. And you're like, oh, God. Bring him in. Yeah, it could and go you, either way with Howard. Oh, yeah. And I walked in. He says, 
a carrot top. And I said, how's it going? He goes, you're, you're like a normal guy. And I said, what do you think? He said, I gotta be honest. I don't know. I thought you're some fucking weird freak dude. I mean, I'm a freak dude, but, yeah. but you know, <laughs> they were, it couldn't have been more love. And so we're, it was going great. And he says, do you know, do you know who Bill Burr is? And I said, uh, no. And he says, really? Play, play the Bill Burr. <laughs> I have an, it's great. Play the Bill Burr thing. So it's Bill Burr just fucking going coals on me. I mean, just right. <laughs> I mean, just bad. And then it ends, and he goes, "So you don't know Bill?" And I said, "Well, I, I, I guess I probably, you know, I don't think I want to meet him now. Like it was just, it was horrible." And then when I finally meet him, he was like, "Dude, I am so sorry." Like he came and hugged me and said, "I was just fucking, you know, comic to comic, just fucking around, but I love you." And he, he did. He came to the yeah. show. He's, we're, we're, we're great friends now. Yeah. Right. But but it was it was it was horrifying when he played the tape. I'm like, hmm, okay. Yeah, when I first started doing stand-up, uh, Dane Cook was like a mentor to me. We would um, like go out to the comedy clubs, and and I, you know, he would do his set, then I would do my set, and then we would sit down. And he would give me notes, nice. but he would do his set, and then I would do my set, and or, or vice versa, and he would just be the most vicious. Like terrible, <laughs> like meanest, like he would just reduce me to like the yeah. size of a thimble, and and then like bring me on stage, nice. you know, like and and <laughs> it was it's just so weird, like it's with love, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, crazy. So the first time you and I met was uh, at uh, a TV show. show, yeah, tonight Jay Leno, show. good memory, yes, it was. You, yeah, you had you had you had you these alligators in a, in a in a pool. That sounds right. Yeah, yep. we got and in you, a, and, yep. a a kiddie pool full of alligators yeah, and got my butt cheek bitten, bitten. by a little and alligator. And in the rehearsal, it didn't happen, and, and everyone was freaking out. And you right. said, "Trust me, it'll happen." And yeah. I remember the backstage was going, "What if what if they, they don't what if they don't bite his butt? We have no bit." And then you were, you came in, you're like, "Dude, they're gonna bite my butt. It's fine." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they did. It was yeah, good. We'll make, we'll it, make was it happen. Good. Was, was, was Mel Gibson there that day? It was, yeah, yeah, in a kilt. Yeah, right. and I came out, and, yeah, I did. I came out in a kilt with the, with, that turned into pants. It was like a prop, and then I, I had these stupid little legs, so I had to kilt, and then I went, I made this so for guys like me, and it matched, you know, the thing. And then, yeah, and then it was you, me, and Mel Gibson. Yeah. On a lineup. Now, was that at the point when you were, like, bodybuilder man? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm actually not. If you see me in right. person, I look normal size. People always think I'm bigger than I am. Right, right, right. But, but TV then, adds 10 pounds kind of thing. Right. You know? That's why I was wanting to be in porn. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I remember, like, you, you aren't as big as you once were. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that was great. And then there was another time we hung out in Vegas. We got this yes. iconic photo. Yes, it's great. Of it, it's, it's, in it's, a booth at some like big crazy nightclub, felt like we were at a rave. Yeah, it and, probably was a rave. Yeah, and if we were in this big booth, you, me, Chris Angel, Chris Angel, Flavor Flavor Flav, and uh, Tom, Tom Green. Green. Yeah, yeah, the five of us, and then, yeah. and that photo. It's a great shot. It's a really like, great people shot. Say, How the fuck did that happen? How do you guys get right. together in that shot? It, 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 it was such a great shot, and like, man, did people poop on it. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> like, like, they're like, 
Yeah, Flavor Flav, Chris Angel, <laughs> Carrot Top, Tom Green, and Steve-O. If that's not the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, though, man. I loved it. It was such a, a, a fun. No, it was a fun. It was, yeah, it was fun. It was just an eclectic gathering of uh, Yeah, fun. And, no, they're all so nice. Flavor just came to my show a, week, a couple of weeks ago. He's always been. Dude, Flavor's the He's nicest. He's like the one for president. You know, when, 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 he, when he comes to the show, when I announce him, I say, Do Flavor Flav's here. They, the crowd goes, Ape shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then I'm like, you know, back to me, fuckers. Jesus, but it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I got him on a plane one time. I was running, literally running San Francisco airport to my gate, and I get to the gate, and this guy's like, just, you know, I'm not drunk, man. You got to let me on this fucking plane. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. And I look back, and it's you know see the clock, and it's got to be it's either flavor, flavor, one yeah. of the one of the thirty three flavors. <laughs> and I look, and I said. I said, Flavor. And he looks over. He says, and I had never met him. He says, Carrot Top. And I said, well, What's wrong? Why, why won't they let you in the plane? And the lady's like, Excuse me, sir. He's he's intoxicated. And he can't get on the plane. I said, He's not. He's not. He's not intoxicated. He's Flavor Flav. <laughs> and all I remember saying that. And she said, Sorry. I said, He's that's him. That's who he is. He's not drunk. I promise you. I'll 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 test for it. So I said, Give me your hand. And I, I walked him on the plane. I, I let him go on, and. Same thing to this day. He, he always says, "Man, you fucking saved my life, man. Got me on that plane." He's, and he's he got the on the sweetest. plane. He, I mean, the place was the plane went nuts. I mean, he walked yeah. in the plane. Like yeah. a halftime at Super Bowl. Crazy. Yeah, he's the, he's the sweetest. We, uh, yeah. we 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 had him on the podcast yeah. and um, he exchanged numbers that day. And, and he'll just call to check on me. Oh, that's nice. He's yeah. just like I will never do that for you. But I, but I, <laughs> yeah, what I thought was fascinating about Flavor Flav was he is uh, he went to school for culinary, so he he, he can oh. cook. That's crazy. And I, I would never have thought that. Yeah, he had a chicken place here for a while. Yeah, he did. Yeah, flavor, flavor. I don't know. Yeah, I, he did. And, and man, when we went to go do the podcast, because we, we don't always do it on this tour bus. Normally it's in... Uh, like a, a a little sprinter van type thing. Yeah, and we'll I, thought, drive, we'll, I saw that on the thing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll drive it over to to wherever people want to meet up for Flavor Flav. It was uh, this insane mansion in Bel Air. I'm like, Flavor Flav, you live in this this, <laughs> mm. and uh, yeah, he's he's doing very well for himself. It's yeah. it's great. Um, Flavor Flav. Yeah, dude. The. Uh, Vegas is such um, a mystery to me. You know, like I, with my tour, I uh, go around, I'm very, very happy with how successful I've become touring. You know, I, I did comedy clubs for 11 years and now I've graduated to yeah. theaters and yeah. I go around on this tour bus with my buddies and it's just like we're in this fun pad making awesome videos and it just magically teleports itself to where I have to work for like an hour or two a night. Beautiful. It's it's wonderful. Yeah, hard but work. but Vegas is like a market that that I struggle with and I don't understand it, you know, like well, I was saying earlier in the thing about Vegas is even back when I first started, it's a different, it's a whole different. I don't know what it is. It's a whole different right. um, like what, what thing. I don't know. I mean, you know, when you promote this show, it's like people are are here from somewhere else. So right. you know, like I don't know. You know Carlin used to say that. He says, you know, half the people, you know, that couldn't get into oh came to you know so yeah, we'll go see, and I mean. Sometimes you think that's true because they'll say, "Yeah, Blue Man sold out. Fuck, we'll go see Orange Man." So, uh, 
orange and blue, man. But Carlin used to say, he said, yeah, pep, fucking fucking crowds don't give a shit. Yeah, they can't get to it. And you, guess, you sometimes wonder like that. Because, I mean, I've got a fan base now, so I think I think there's a, a fan base that's right. particularly there for me. But I bet you this, I'm always afraid to ask, you know, because I don't know how many people. That first time I say, ooh. Um... <laughs> But uh, there probably is a lot of people that have never seen the show, have no idea what the fuck's a character. I mean, I've, I've had that before, too. What's right. What, what, what do you sing? And I said, what do I sing? And you change your show up, like, constantly. Never. have never added one new joke in <laughs> 35 years. Well, my, my I'm man... I'm still doing Nixon things. It's great. It kills, which is surprising. <laughs> no, I try to keep it fresh. And that's my, yeah. I really pride myself in that. I mean, almost every day there's something, whether it's a prop right. or it's a one-liner or it's a... A video, you know, clip. I'm trying to think of something now with, with baseball, because baseball uh, sure, is hit hot. The and now they're they're wearing mittens. Have you seen that now? <laughs> the, so with the guy's on first base. He's got like mittens on, like actual like cooking fucking mittens. And I'm I, I, there's all these things I talk about sports and we're losing. Or what happened to you know? Now, can't touch a quarterback now. I need to you know. Right. They tripped him. They tripped him. Are you tripping? I think it's fucking football. Tackle it, right? Right. So the mitten thing makes me laugh because I have a video of this guy with his mittens, but I'm going to put Martha Stewart's face over it so it looks like Martha Stewart's going to still second because she's got the cooking mittens on. So, right. Yeah. That, that's great. That's what my, when my man. Yeah, my guy that's here is, is now just heard that. He's like, fuck, now i got to make that. So. Ah, that's great. <laughs> do you have a creative process like that every morning if you you know, you know got a show to do? Like, do you wake up at a certain time every day? Do you, you know, okay, i got to write here, get some ideas? I never, ever have done that. <clears throat> I've Never. Never. I'm not structured at all like that. I've never said I'm going to write a joke. I mean, one day I, I have a whole bit in my show where I talk about it. I was determined to write a joke. But um, usually I just I just free, I just kind of, I'll go to lunch or I'll go somewhere. I was on a plane last night for eight hours. I'll come up with something. You know, like we landed, you know, we, we waited on the tarmac for an hour because our gate wasn't ready. Did they, did they not know we were coming? Like, their gate's not ready. Are they building a new gate? Where So... And I looked up the thing, there's 92 gates at the airport, but there's not one fucking gate that they could put us at, so we just sat out there, you know. Yeah. I got a restaurant. They say, your table's not ready. You'd like to sit at the bar and have a drink while we get your table ready. But you're not sitting at a bar. You're sitting on a fucking tarmac waiting for your fucking gate. So, yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. And they know we're coming. Right. right? We left Orlando. They know we're on our way. Right. The, uh... My, my my manager, when as he was saying about how you're criminally underrated, he said that you have a workshop where, like, something children work in there. By the way, <laughs> underage children they make iPhones yeah, for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you did uh, come up through it's a sweatshop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a sweatshop. <laughs> yeah, but no, but there is a, there's a big warehouse across the street. In fact, Polly Shore just, just visited it. Uh, not long ago, we had a great time filming a little bit. He's trying to take over my gig in Vegas. Right? Yeah, that we we gotta uh, ask him. Yeah, about ask him that. about that. Yeah, he's like, it's Paul time for him to go, man. He's been here too long. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's pretty incredible the um, reputation that Polly Shore has in in the comedy world. Like comedy clubs will have. Um, like a, a condo or something. Yeah, yeah, when sure, the, right, when sure. the when the comedian comes, you stay in this right. special apartment that they've got for for the their headliners, and the, these these condos are notoriously they're known for being sort of a. Splattered oh, with Polly Shore. I've, heard, heard, heard. <laughs> I've stayed in a few of them myself. 
You've been rolling around. Thank God, back in that, I just, it wasn't many years. I, I, I would say I'm going to take all the money that I made and I'm staying in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. I don't stay in the comedy condo. Yeah, because I, you don't want to roll around and polish your no, seat. No, 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 no. I mean, not, not every night, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really care to roll around in anybody's seed except my own. You know, that's how it is. And I do like to blast my seed all over the place with a raging hard boner. That's how I like to do it. That's how my girl likes me to do it. With a raging hard boner. And you know what helps with a raging hard boner? Blue Chew tablets. If you haven't tried them yet, then... I think you might be out of your mind, especially if you're wondering, hmm, taking blue chew tablets might be a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. It's got the same active ingredient as both Viagra and Cialis, except it only costs a fraction of the uh, of the price. Plus, if you go to bluechew.com and use the promo code Stevo, they'll give you an entire month's supply of blue chew tablets completely for free. All you have to pay is five bucks for shipping. Plus, with the medical provider at bluechew.com, you don't have to go to an awkward doctor's office. No, like, no, nothing. It's super simple. You get your prescription right there in a couple minutes online, and the blue chew tablets are on the way it only costs you five bucks for shipping to get an entire month's supply of blue chew tablets absolutely for free so there's nothing to lose here you can satisfy your curiosity for how much fun you're going to have with blue chew tablets and the raging hard boner they're going to give you hey man i love it i think you're going to love it too so one more time go to bluechew.com and use the promo code stevo to get that amazing deal you're going to thank me and so will your wiener yeah all right let's get back to it so great, man. Um, so uh, the but the writing process. I don't know how you guys get the comic, but I don't. Do you do that? Do you for? Well, I never write. I mean, I just it'll just it'll hit me. Yeah, I mean, and then I try it, and I don't. For I sure. don't try it out on anybody. Like, hey, yeah. this is funny. No, I fucking do it. If each shit, they get it goes out. Yeah, yeah you workshop it. Is, yeah, is yeah. really the way. And and for for me, what what's happened is that my worlds have converged. So I'll uh, decide like what I want. Um, like a tent pole of my hour to be and it'll be like like an outrageous stunt and then like the process of putting that stunt together and executing it and it will will become a bit in the show oh that's great that's what i have now it's called the bucket list tour yeah i saw that and uh like you know like one of the things that that i I was like, I, I want to go skydiving butt naked with another man strapped to my back and furiously masturbate so that mm -hmm. I actually ejaculate simultaneously as I'm falling out of the airplane. <laughs> and I pulled it off. Uh, you, did, you did that? <laughs> yeah, I pulled it. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I consider it the crown jewel of my career. Oh, man. I love it. Yeah. And, the, you know, there's... Oh, shit. Sorry, I'm going to get comfortable. It's like a Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> There's one where I got a medical professional in disguise administering stolen general anesthesia drugs into my arm while I'm riding a bicycle. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a different kind of comedy, you know. I love it. And, 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 it's a little different kind of comedy. Yeah. I mean, after each it's pretty bit, much the same. I think. Yeah. After each right. bit, I play the play, play the video. So there's like video breaks. 
No, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's fun because a lot of comedians will make up stories that aren't even true. Yeah. You know, outlandish stories that are... Uh, that are keep it all real. Yeah. The whole show's... And I'll keep saying it over and over to the... This, you, you can't make this is true. And I wonder if they really think it's true, but it is. You might yeah. embellish a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I stick to every little detail, and then the video matches up to the details. It's great. Um, they, we, we had an interesting guy in the, in the van yesterday. I just thought about that. That guy, Pierce... Oh yeah, I was trying it's to not a van. It's a no, no. I was trying to figure that out. Like, uh, yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about it now and lay down the story? Because I, I had some questions about that that I still wanted to ask the guy. Well, I mean, there's a guy who came to my attention. I received a um, um, video via direct message from my buddy Eric Andre, who is a just a, an absolute lunatic, and the video was of uh it's like a bathroom doorway and you're looking at you know nothing and then this body this guy jumps in and you see that it's his butt and actually like the hole in the crack and then unbelievably out of the guy's butthole come his testicles he poops his own balls out of his own butt and they drop. I, I used to do this. <laughs> Wait a minute. You stole that from me? Maybe, maybe it's parallel thinking. I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe you didn't directly steal it from me, but. <laughs> well, what well, was crazy. <laughs> right. What, it's what, possible that we both thought of it. Well, right. it's crazy because he's, he's married with kids, right? Yeah, he's, he's, no, he has a wife. Of course he does. But, I, but, I, wanted to sh- <laughs> but I, I wanted to show somebody. And then, and, I, and I, so I typed in his name, and all this gay porn stuff came up. And I was like. This guy's in the gay porn, and then when we asked him about it, he was like, "I'm not gay," <laughs> and we were like, "But you, you do, you do gay porn." He's like, "I'm an actor," yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, and nobody, nobody called him on it. But he's like, "Yeah, of course I do. I'm an actor." I'm yeah, like, that's right. And we're like, "But do you get that's hard?" He's so like, great. "No, no, I'm married with kids. So I bet you do gay porn." Yeah. But only when they say action. <laughs> so it's different. Right? And I'm acting. And we, we, we kind of just glossed over that. No, and uh, I mean, <laughs> he, he, he uh, filled in the details. He said that, um, I said, because I, I picture, like, if you're not gay and you're in gay porn, then maybe you're just on the receiving end, you know? And like uh, some, But he said, no, there's... Uh, He's like, fuck no, dude. Get on the defensive. No, man. I, 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 dig, I dig chicks. When they, you know, when... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he described this uh, this special drug, which uh, it, it, he... It thickens your blood. It's an injection of uh, something that starts with a T. Yeah. That uh, it's like it thickens your blood. It makes you hard as a rock for like four to six hours. You can go completely nuts, and that's how that's that's how he's able. He just fucks dudes all day, which is cool. But then he goes back to his wife, where he's like madly in love with her, and he's got the kids. That's good. Seven (laughs) nine cocks. Oh, that's a slow day. Yeah, is that. Yeah, I mean, that, and, and and the the greatest guy too. Yeah, he was super cool, and and yeah. and, uh, and that would be an interesting podcast. But I, I, I totally forgot about it until we started talking about. I it. Yeah, like I uh, love that though. He's no, I'm not gay. I'm acting. He was like, <laughs> I'm an actor. I'm an actor. <laughs> he, he like he shook his head like so he was great. like, why are you guys asking that? Like, no, dude, I'm an actor. Like, what are you talking about? So great, he can see it just. That yeah. Level, right. Um. Did you see that? I think it was a Steve Carell movie. 
Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Was that with it, Jim Carrey and Steve Carell? It was, dude. It was really funny. Jim, it was Jim, they had a residency in Vegas. Jim Carrey was like a, a oh, parody right, 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 of right, right. Uh, Chris Angel. It was a yeah. Jim Jim Carrey was a parody of uh, of Chris Angel. Right. And Steve Carell was a parody of David Copperfield. Yeah. Were you in that movie? No. But I, I saw it. I remember seeing it. They didn't have anybody. I didn't think they had a. They didn't have a carrot top cameo. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. bullshit. I mean, is that how like a residency is like? Like, do you have a penthouse on the top floor of a, the hotel, and then you go down and do shows, or it's kind of no, like you do your own thing? No. Is Wayne Newton? People always think that though. Yeah, they go. Oh, this. Well, like Elvis. They, I just they, saw they, the Elvis movie. The old days, they had thing and your sweets and broads and coke and no. There's there's ESPN at home, and that's it. In, yeah. In, in, and heat up some food and. And since you started doing a residency, like you kind of just been here. And when I first got the room at the Luxor, I was up at the top of the, you know, there was a big suite up there at the top. What happens up is, there? Well, it, horribleness because you have to take the side elevator because it goes <laughs> like this up the side. It's called an inclinator. Really? Yeah. So it moves sideways. So, you, so it, with your when you're when you're drunk, you, you you don't feel a thing. When you're sober, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so you go and you stop at every floor, and everybody, you know, by the time you get to your room, you, everyone's you know, oh, it's all right. Inclinator, is that inclinator, real? Inclinator, yeah, the inclinator. And so it was, yeah, it was horrible living up there. So, you know, you have to just live with the, you know, the people. Right. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, you get, you know, now you go on and go home and you live a normal yeah. life. And, yeah. You're at the top floor of that? In that little light, you sit. <laughs> you, that's you. The hard part was sleeping because the fucking lights on all night. Like, <laughs> no, it's right below it. This is the one. I remember when the Luxor was built. It was in the 90s, yeah, yeah. like, um, and it was, it was, maybe it was like the first billion dollar casino or some, some staggering number. And I remember thinking, God, it seems that, it seems kind of evident that the odds are not actually in the favor of the gamblers. You know, because like, how are they building? Have each new casino bigger and more like... Yeah, they made their money back you know, that like weekend. They're, like, no. they're, make, they're, 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 they seem to be like trying their best to let you know because everything that they put up is just more fantastic and expensive than the last and yeah, nobody gets now. the message building all these nobody gets the message no, no, it's no, like no, where's, no. where's this money coming from everybody right. comes to Vegas they're just making donations yeah, 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 to yeah, these yeah, things yeah, yeah. it's coming from you are you do you gamble much no or did you when you first got here never yeah never, never. literally never I, it's weird never I remember when I I'm worked I'm fascinated by the whole uh, I, I it's don't, a weird energy it's weird energy, and I don't know the I don't know the the math and the numbers and the I know like you said you know look, yeah. at, look at the size of your house look at the size of the casino someone's getting fucked you know yeah <laughs> so and I don't like smoke and I don't like a lot of crowds yeah right. so I just don't I don't it's not my thing right <clears throat> I, I worked on cruise ships I shouldn't a... say that I love I love it <laughs> <laughs> I worked on cruise ships as a circus clown before you know the nice. the TV stuff started and. Um, the cruise ship director, they would have an orientation show on the first night of the week-long cruise. And after, at the end of the show, you'd say, so everybody, you know, have a, have, have a great time. Make sure you stop in the casino and make a donation. <laughs> and, uh, like, it, 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 was, it was good, good fun. And, uh, and, I, and I just I think it's, it's so perplexing to me. And I think that, that you don't have to worry about saying, oh, I love Vegas. Because, like... Like the gambling is just a real thing, you know. Like here in Vegas, I, I, I remember like learning that a lot of these uh, dealers, like the blackjack, like whatever, you know, like they're running the table. When their shift ends, a lot of them just 
hop over to the other side of the table. Like yeah, the, you, yeah, would, yeah. you would think that the people working yeah, in the yeah, casino. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you would think that these people working in the casino would be most uh, educated about like <laughs> yeah, the, the actual about what's going on. Yeah, what's going on. They have yet, the inside, and <laughs> they would have the insight, right? right? Like to. However, they're so close to it. They're so right. educated. Yeah, they know what's yeah. going you're, on. You're they get done it. working. You know it's how this works. Yeah, and then they just go to the other side of the table and make a donation. They yeah, donate everything I, they I, earn. And that's another thing I hated about it too. I mean, let's say I never, but the two or three times I ever did. You know, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm looking at it, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So I, you know, look at the dealer and she's like, so I'm like, he's like hit, or and the guy next to me's like, what the? Fu-? I'm, I'm, there's so much pressure. Right. So I just follow her, and nine times out of ten, I would I would win. Just usually, then they they get it wrong too sometimes. But people would get so mad. You just ruin. Like I'd go, uh, you know, hit me, and the guy next to me's like, you just fucking ruined the whole thing. And I said, yeah. how? And he's like, and he just get mad and leave and I said what did I do she said you did nothing you're supposed to hit that I said but why did you just fucking scream <laughs> was I not supposed to hit it she goes no you're supposed to hit it he just got pissed that he didn't he took his card because they're well, all superstitious my, his card is my goddamn card because I got the card yeah Man. yeah like I sit down on a table but I probably did fuck up the game no, but that's it. Like, like gamblers are just so weird, superstitious. It's like I've tried to play like Texas Hold'em at a commerce casino, and then you go and sit down, and people are pissed that you like hit. They're like, "Dude, you're not. What are you doing?" You're not playing it's like right. nobody has any fucking idea what they're doing. You know, like it's all luck. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing that like, like what alcoholic like will justify is like drinking. Like a gambler is like, dude, there's a, uh, you know, there's strategy involved in this. It's like, no, there's <laughs> well, fucking not. I dude. mean, you get the poker championships, right? Poker, like the like, there's people who are like good at oh, it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a valid argument. I have nothing to rebuke that with, but. You know. I was one of that too. I mean, the same thing. I mean, they're, they're people say they're really good at it, but are they, or is it just luck? Is it? I, I don't know because there's always the championships and the same guy like Jesus and all those other guys are always they're always in the Phil final. Helmuth or like Dan Bilzerian like, was uh, yeah. like famous Dan for making a bunch of money playing poker and they like beat out like twenty five thousand people of like you know to get to that table right so it's like, I, I remember when uh, when I was uh, twenty years old I had just gotten out of my first rehab <laughs> and uh, I was living with uh, a guy I worked with in a restaurant. And they would have like poker night, and and I'd be trying to party and like you know like, cause I was you know. Cause you're a drinker. <laughs> you're a drug addict, degenerate. Right, you know like <laughs> the rehab didn't stick, you know. So I was trying to do my thing and get loaded and hammered, and these guys were playing poker, like all night until the sun came up, and I was just like, when are you guys gonna stop with this poker and party with me? You know, this is so annoying. Like, stop it with the poker. This is like 12 hours after you got out of rehab. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, uh, and and I just remember, like, the feeling that there was a, a, a really genuinely addictive quality to this. They could not stop the sun's coming up. It was like they were on cocaine. Yeah. You know? well, they were just playing poker. Pot calling the kettle. You're like, you just got out of rehab. Like, you fucking, you guys right. have a problem, dude. Right, right, right. No, the I get it. sun's coming up. I, I, I get it, but uh, but but there's just like so that was one of the one of the you know I just said gambling always just weirded me out and my uh, mother's father my my maternal grandfather uh, was like during World War Two I think it was he uh, 
sold bootleg gasoline in, in uh, Canada because, because of the war. They had rations. You could only buy so much gasoline, even if you were rich. But he was this kind of a shady character who would sell bootleg gasoline beyond the rations. You could get as much as you wanted from him, and that made him quite a wealthy man. Yeah. He uh, would, like had, had a boat. He walked around notoriously with like a big wad of cash, and it was very like flashy, kind of a shady character, alcoholic. And... Um, got wealthy but he had a gambling problem and all this money that he made selling bootleg gasoline he gambled yeah. it away and then he shot his, shot himself suicide gunshot to the head with some uh kind of gun like uh, gunshot that you know and then so like and that happened when i was i mean i think i was a newborn baby i never even met the guy i don't i don't know mm. But uh, but that was another like there's all these things with gambling like I've never been into it yeah never placed a bet in my life except when I got uh, paid a, a fairly obnoxious amount of money to uh, promote uh, some gambling app right yeah then and I, I did I did that <laughs> it's interesting your grandfather shot himself in the head they said when men com commit suicide they they'll shoot their brains out and then when women do it they'll either like take pills or shoot themselves in the heart. Because they don't want anybody messing up their face. Right. Isn't that a weird stat? It's really crazy, man. It's really Guys are just like, fuck it. Yeah. You hold this. That, yeah. I mean, that it was like no a sense. Debbie Downer of a. Yeah, line thanks yeah, for that. Yeah, you gotta get so. suicide jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Kevorkian's yeah, bathtub yeah. toy. <laughs> uh, they don't want to mess their face. I was, at a, I was at a place in LA one time, and these, these ladies were like, like a little diner, and these ladies were looking at the cover of People magazine. And Cher was on the cover, and they kept going on and on. They're like, "Oh my God, look how beautiful Cher still looks. Look at that." And I, I took everything not so. I said, "You know that's been photoshopped." She goes, "But still, even if even if <laughs> right. what the fuck, dude, it's right. wild. Is that even if it was photoshopped? Look right. how great she looks. What been fucking photoshopped?" Right. Is, it, is it true that like Texas banned? Uh, yes, that's true. Well, it, it was Texas on the news. Banned they, what? Uh, they, they banned filters. Uh, filters on some phone because kids kids are making themselves look you know better than, and then they meet people and they're not the, the skin isn't beautiful. And welcome they, they, to every dating app. Yeah, ever. no shit. Welcome to the world. Welcome right? to the world. It's I mean, like, you can tell when you look at someone's picture if it's been filtered or not. Jesus. Christ. Or they're like taking a <laughs> selfie and the, you don't see their stomach. Wait, and like you get there. The, well, when did this come up? Like two days ago or something like that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. They, do they, you have that in your act? Yet? No, not yet. But it will, it will be probably. It's pretty, I mean, I'll, it's, I'll do the. I'll do that. My joke will be something about. You know, really, here's me. Here's a picture of me filtered, not filtered. It'd be something like that. Yeah. Picture of me with the filter. I mean, because they see these, you know, the Kardashians. They, they, like, they're like, oh my god, these women are perfect, and it's just like an unrealistic expectation. And so I think, you know, even communicating with like people in real life on an app, like they don't look like that. Like people that you communicate, like half of them don't look like that no. at all. I do a joke in the show. I said, you know, people. I love people when they talk about. Shit of me that it's you not know, like hair tops had facelifts and I fuck a face wouldn't I look better if I had a facelift number one secondly it's this is a picture of me two years ago and my picture comes up it's just me this is me now and it's a picture of Caitlyn Jenner and I said it's nothing it's the same fucking <laughs> and it fucking kills every night now and this is me now two years ago this is me now the fuck whatever you know everybody's like <laughs> right. so it's the same thing so how, how long so I'll, I'll, I'll make that instead of the facelift say you know filters yeah, I don't filter. This is me filter. This is me unfiltered. It's the same joke. <laughs> right, the uh, they said like you've got a video wall at your show. Yeah, that's that. How long have you had that? It used to not be a video wall. Yeah, no, I used to just be a. It used to be. A, it's not a whole like 
we we have we shoot up stuff. We don't have like probably you have the you know really nice wall, which is a projection kind of thing, but it's in a big right. truss with lights and stuff. But for years and years and years and years, I would just have my logo on it behind me, you know, like just carrot top. Right. And my lighting guy one night says, uh, "Why don't you utilize that big screen for for like jokes?" And I was yeah. like, "What are you talking about?" And I think the first joke was it was a picture of Michael Jackson, and and I'd say, "Got your nose," and it, you know, take his thing, and it, the nose would go away. Got your nose. And so <laughs> then it created a monster. Now I have, right. I think I have five hundred over five hundred uh, joke picture jokes. It, like yeah. That kind of the, the Kardashian, you know, that kind yeah, of yeah. Ted talk. You know, boom. Here's Biden joke. Boom. But Trump. It just so it goes into. It's a, it's a quick, uh, but it's fun because there's another way to present a joke right. with opposed to proper. Thank God. How about impressions? Are there like uh, do, 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 do you get into? No, I don't do. I'm trying to do one right now. I, I can't do anyone. You ever did like a Trump one? I mean, I, my Trump is just horrible. I just go, okay. No, I think about you know Stella. I'm, I can't. I can't do Trump still. You know. <laughs> I think my first impression. I think I used to do Jimmy Carter when I was a kid. My mom would have Bridge, and she'd come in and wake me up with all of her Bridge friends and say, "Do your Jimmy Carter." I'm what the fuck it's you know it's midnight and I'm like the American people are here society and, uh, and, and my mom was like how fucking great is that Jimmy, who can do a Jimmy Carter um, I met Jimmy Carter and I told him that story and he said well that's great that's, that's great that's great son yeah <laughs> Bozeman Montana I was getting on a, I was getting this is great I was getting on a, I was getting I, by myself before I had people to help me with my so I pulled up like six in the morning still dark out and I go to open the back of my truck to get my prop trunks out and this goddamn jeep comes up right like right behind me where i'm like the fuck like asshole like i'm trying to get my there's no room to get my like i just the shot looked back like the fuck and it's i see jimmy carter <laughs> and they'll get right in the passenger seat and then i see ted turner's driving the jeep naturally fucking asshole ran me over <laughs> and then i look and i said oh my god that's fucking the president and he, and he gets out and i've got my prop trunk and my hair is out to this big and then Rosalind Carter gets out, and then Jane Fonda gets out, and I'm like, this is way before we had cell phones. I was like, oh my God! So I'm like, Mr. President. He's like, oh, yes. I said, oh my God! I used to do what are you doing here? Whatever. Long story short, Ted Turner says, get away from the fucking president, basically. And I said, I, I have a show on, on on Cartoon Network. He said, never heard of it. I said, it's, it's, it's called AM. It's called AM AM Mayhem. It's on your it's on your channel. Yeah, didn't care. Yeah, he about killed me. But it's cool, right? Jimmy Carter just standing there. You know, it's crazy. He's still alive, too. Still alive. Building like, houses. Uh, building houses. Isn't that crazy? You think he's? I mean, he's probably just when he's on camera, he just hammers a nail, then he goes back and does. I'm sure. Yeah. But do, do you have anybody that ever like comes to the audience then and now that you're like kind of nervous about, or you know, yeah, the band Queen who came it was pretty fun. Really? Wow. Pretty cool. And they also, did they tell you that they're there before they got there when you're Yeah, they there, usually tell me them? before the, you know, Queen's coming. I'm like, oh, fuck, the Queen's coming. They go, no, Queen. Um, I thought the Queen was coming, yeah. but the Queen. But it was better, you know. And they were so, we become best friends. Now. They're really, really sweet people. But yeah, you get people, you get the sure, same. I mean, you I, get Shania Twain's, you get the people, that, you know, Toby Keith, some people come. I don't know that, it, that it's really a question of being like nervous, but I just excited. When, yeah. I just love it. I yeah, love no, it I when there's excited. someone like when yeah. the stakes are a little higher for the performance because there's someone that you, whose opinion really matters to right, you. Right, you know, sure. like it's like wow, like you're so much more. You like, want to do a better show because the queen's there, and you're like they want you know, and then right. you want to win them over. It's good skull, yeah. And 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 then like conversely, if when someone important's there, there's people acting up with like yeah. heckling and yeah. you know yeah, whatever. No. Like uh, there's just oh, did you ever have a, 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 a one that you were like like were, were nervous that you've performed in front of? Um, 
I mean, yeah, like, you know, like, like, like when, when, well, when, when, in the sense of like, not like nervous, like you're gonna bomb, but like, oh shit, like. I, I, I was nervous for him on when his dad showed up to the show when we had to show oh, him skyjacking. Yeah, my dad was gonna watch me jack off falling <laughs> out of an airplane. <laughs> yeah, he came over to me and I was like looking at Steve how he handled that when it was going on, and he was just like, <laughs> like he just yeah. had a little laugh to him. Oh my god. I have a fiancé, and uh, my, all was my, there. Like, uh, my, all my fiancé's family members at all various times have come, come to see my show. That's great. And uh, after, after, without fail, I've gone up to each one and said, I'm sorry. Sir, are we still cool? <laughs> we still good? We're still good? We're still cool? <laughs> sorry, Dad. I, yeah, mom would do that. I was say, Mom, uh, sorry, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Dad. No, sorry, Dad. Was, was, uh, I was on The Tonight Show, and uh, Dick Cheney was, was a guest before me. And I had literally like four Dick Cheney props, like because he had just been all over the news. With the shot, was one of them a shotgun? One was a shotgun. <laughs> that, it was a shotgun that that curved. <laughs> and uh, I had the the game. Uh, what is the, the, you know, the the game emergency where you you and you try to pull the little bone out. <laughs> so it was Dick Cheney's. It was because he had so many surgeries. I, this is the Dick Cheney emergency. Game. So I had a, the shotgun. It was it was like two other ones. And so I'm in rehearsal, you know, I, I, the fuck great. And then, and then you know, Jay says, uh, like, you know, Dick Cheney's going to be here, you know. I said, well, I know. That's why I made these props. I mean, fuck, it can't be more current. And he said, I said, but is he going to be, is he going to stay for me? Or is he going to leave? He says, yeah, well, he's probably going to leave. They say the Secret Service is going to leave. A horrible Jalen impression. That thing is working good. pretty well. Jim McCarter, I mean, what? So... Jay says to me, what, do you, what, would you, what would you rather? Would you rather him stay or go? And I said, well, what do you think? He said, it's up to you. I said, well, I'm going to get way more play if he stays because the camera will go to him and me. And right, it's right. going to be really uncomfortable. I'm making fun of him with him right fucking there. And so Jay said, let me talk to him. And so he comes up. And they came up and whispered. He whispered over and says, you want to stay for Carrot Top? And he said, oh, okay. Well, what's a Carrot Top? <laughs> and so the, the producer came back and said, okay, Cheney's in. He's staying. I said, oh, fuck. Oh, now I go, fuck, now I'm a little nervous. So I come out in a boom and I go, hey, Mr. Mr. Cheney, good to see you. I said, that's weird. You're here. Look, I just found your gun. You know, it's it <laughs> oh, fucking, you know, it slayed, but it was like a weird, it was like, you right. know, the crowd didn't and the camera would come to him. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I, I wonder, like, did he handle it well? Like, well, uh, no, I sat down. He said that was really clever, funny stuff. And then, and then, here's where it gets interesting. So, so I did like four Cheney jokes. Then, of course, I did whatever ten other fifteen jokes. One was a, a mouse trap to catch gay mice, and it's a mouse trap with a mirror ball on it. <laughs> the mirror ball spins, and I said, "This is a gay mouse trap. You know, if you want to have a gay rat problem, you'll catch it." <laughs> and it's it kills. And he played like like a Lady Gaga song with it, and so. Um, I did that, that kills. So I think I ended on that one. I sit down. It changes. That was that was really interesting stuff. And he shook my hand. I said, I looked over Jay. He's like, good job. And then we go to thing, and the producer walks over and says, Oh my God. Is it Liz Cheney? Yeah, his it, wife. No, Liz, the, the 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 is there is there a gay daughter? He's a gay daughter. Uh, okay, the one that's on the View or was on yeah. the talk. That's yeah, that's McCann. The, the, isn't She's that... gay though, right? I don't know. Oh yeah, 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 the gay yeah, one. yeah. So anyway, she was there. I guess, and she was livid. I mean, livid, livid. Not about, Fine with not the about the shot, not about the her dad jokes because I did a gay, it, you know, just, it wasn't right. a gay bash. It was silly. Right. But she was like, God, how dare you put that on fucking television? I could hear her back there screaming. Wow. And I thought she was mad about the Dick Cheney jokes. <laughs> and then the she gay. goes, No, it's about the gay thing. I said, Oh, give him fuck off. You know? Right. Right. So yeah, 
But 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 I I went back afterwards and I said the secret. I said, can I take a picture with him? And he said, yeah. I took a picture with him. He was nice. It's uh, was that no during his picture president? with the daughter? But the, was that, yeah, right. Of course not. Was that during uh, his presidency? Yeah. Like when he was with a Vice VP? Spirit. Yeah. Every time I think about him, I think of uh, the guy who played him in Cheney. Oh man, they did oh, Christian yeah, Bale. They really did. Yeah. They really did. They really did good job with that. Who was that guy? It was uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. Did you, you really good man. Yeah. You don't by any chance do shows on Monday, do you? Yeah. Can I come see your show tonight? Yeah, fuck yeah. I, do, I would love that. Yeah, I'd love to have you. Yeah, Dude, I would let's, love that. Let's, let's, do, let's it. do it. Are you yeah. gonna be nervous? I was gonna try to. Audience? I was gonna say I was gonna try to walk through this one, but now I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, like uh, I'm, I'm well, I've been off for a week, so it'll be fun. It'll be a fun one to get back into the, you know, get my feet wet. Because you know, you, when I'm off for a week. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. dude, I get it, man. I was last last night was my first show, I would love and to have you. That'd be so much fun. Oh, you guys are welcome. Be great, That's dude. Really yeah, cool. that that that'd be really cool because it just like talking with you. Uh, I mean, I. Well, we got to do it before yeah, Paulie Shore takes over. Yeah, because you're. He's gonna want you to go see his show tonight. Oh wait, he doesn't have a show tonight. <laughs> um, he might have a show somewhere. Yeah, but he works hard. What uh, dude, what a treat, man! What a what yeah, a pleasure likewise. it's been, dude. Like you're, you're, you're like like I'm me and you're you, dude, and we're both pretty good at it. I think. Yeah, right on. Appreciate like, that. Like uh, damn, can't wait to see your show tonight. And and when I put this out. Like um, it's always right before I put it out that I do an intro, so I'll, I'll oh, have uh, uh, right on. Right, yeah. I'll have my own uh, informed uh, uh, opinion yeah, that, that that how uh, criminally underrated hey, you really on, are. Right you know, it's not going to be a secondhand. Right. Uh, secondhand. It'll you know, be. You'll say, "Well, I witnessed it myself. It's shit." <laughs> People oh, are right. Yeah, dude, I can't wait, and uh, I call you Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call yeah, you Scott. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Well, he's Scott. Too. Yeah, we got two Scots. A lot of Scots in yeah. Vegas. Well, Scott's great, in... Scott, man. Let's uh, like the, the, let's hang out tonight, dude. Thank yeah. you for doing this. Yeah. Is there anything that we can promote no, for yeah, you? Yeah, we besides we're at the Luxor, I think. Uh, right? Yeah, we got some road dates that are coming up next year. Not that big. Do you do uh, social media like? Uh, yeah, Carrot Top Live is my Instagram, and then Carrot, uh, Carrot Top, Top Live. Uh, yeah, Carrot Top Live is Instagram, okay. and then uh, at Real Carrot Top is I think the others. I gotta believe that your Instagram is just never boring. I think it's fun. I try to keep it light, you know, just silly, like yeah, masturb like masturbating on an airplane. I that. <laughs> Shitting out his testicles. Shitting out my testicles. I'm telling you, that guy stole that from me. I, mean, <laughs> I did that in 92, I think. Yeah, that, 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 that. that is so fun. I got to see that. You got yeah, to show that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. I look forward to it. Thank you, Thanks, Scott. Man. Yeah, yeah, thank for you sure. very much. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah, pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Good though. Thanks for listening. Man, did you think you were going to enjoy Carrot Top that much? Like, I thought it would be fascinating, but man, love that dude. Love that dude. And I love you, too. And I wasn't kidding about Steve-O's butt wipes for your butthole. Man, is, I think I'm really onto something with this. I think we've found a hit. Steve-O's butt wipes for your butthole. They are available at Steve-O.com. Don't wait to get on that, man. Your butthole deserves it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, dudes. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.